New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for continuing on this journey through Proverbs that we have been on for the last few weeks, and we will continue on for a few more weeks. My name is Nick Person. I get the privilege of being on staff here at New Vision. And if you are new to the New Vision podcast or New Vision family, um, we have been going through Proverbs, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the text in its entirety, and then I'm going to give some commentary, some thoughts, and even the next step of how we can apply uh, the truth in which we've been exposed to today. And so thank you for joining us. And I'm going to be reading through the CSV version. It's a version I like the way it reads, but really the large part why I like it is because Tony Evans has a study Bible in the CSV translation. And I love me some Tony Evans. Um, he is smart. I love the way he articulates God's word. He is wise and he has also produced some pretty amazing kids with the likes of Priscilla and Jonathan and Anthony and his other daughter. Um, but yeah, if you're not familiar with Tony Evans or his family, I would check out all their social media outlets, watch a sermon, and you will understand why I like them so much. And really the goal for today is I pray that you can spend some time with the king, that you can see him better um, in light of his word. And so real quick, as we begin, as I uh, start off on this journey, let me just pray for us. Lord, give us wisdom and understanding and let us be able to best apply your word today. All right, let's dive in. Proverbs chapter 14 Beginning in verse 16, it says this, A wise person is cautious and turns from evil, but a fool is easily angered and is careless. A quick-tempered person acts foolishly, and one who schemes is hated. The inexperienced inherit foolishness, but the sensible are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow before those who are good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. A poor person is hated even by his neighbor, but there are many who love the rich. The one who despises his neighbor's sins, but whoever shows kindness to the poor will be happy. Don't those who plan evil go astray, but those who plan good find loyalty and faithfulness. There is profit in all hard work, but endless talk leads only to poverty. The crown of the wise is their wealth, but the foolishness of fools produces foolishness. It goes on to say this. A truthful witness rescues lies, but one who utters lies is deceitful. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning people away from the snares of death. A large population is a king's splendor, but a shortage of people is a ruler's devastation. A patient person shows great understanding, but a quick-tempered one promotes foolishness. A tranquil heart is life to the body, but jealousy is rottenness to the bones. The one who oppresses the poor person insults his maker, but one who is kind to the needy honors him. The wicked one is thrown down, but his righteous one has a refuge in his death. Wisdom resides in the heart of the discerning. She is known even among fools. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a disgrace to any people. And lastly, a king favors a prudent servant, but his anger falls on the disgraceful one. Now, no, be reminded that 
Proverbs is written by King Solomon, who is the son of David. And King Solomon is basically having this conversation with his kingdom, with his sons, with his family, and reminding them of what is true. And just like a lot of the Proverbs, as you read Proverbs chapter 14, uh, it kind of reminds you of like just random thoughts. He's like, oh yeah, and don't forget this. Oh yeah, and don't forget this. This kind of reminds me of when I'm going to the grocery store for my wife. There's almost there's always one more item and then there's always a text that comes as I've checked out and then there's always another text that comes when I'm sitting in my car in the parking lot about to go back home, which is okay because all of those things are important. And the things that Solomon is revealing to us through Proverbs chapter 14 is important. But for me, there are a couple of things that stood out that I just want to share with you. The first one is verse 16. A wise person is cautious and turns from evil, but a fool is easily angered and careless. A fool says, I wonder how close I can get to the edge without falling off. But someone who is wise says, you know what? How can I put safe parameters in my life so that I do not fall off the edge? We do not need to be a fool. We do not need to walk towards evil, but we need to be a people that accept the invitation from a king and walk in his ways and walk towards him and away from what is evil. Verse number 17 says this, a quick tempered person acts foolishly and one whose schemes is hated. If you have ever found yourself in a predicament where you got angry pretty quickly and you didn't take the opportunity to pause or step away, but you just responded. You let your emotions lead you and you not lead your emotions. You know that that does not go well. And typically you end up looking like a fool. I would say that's true of me and I would imagine it's true of you. And so a quick temper person acts foolishly, which is so true because you've allowed your emotions and your feelings to lead you instead of being in charge and leading them. Skip down a few more verses. We go to verse 21 that says, The one who despises his neighbor's sins, but whoever shows kindness to the poor will be happy. There are times where I in my heart will despise someone I do not know. Based on what I've seen, based on what I know, based on previous experience, based on my, my hangups, based on maybe even some prejudices that rely in my heart that I'm even unaware of. And so sometimes I will despise them in my heart. And I love how he puts the second part of the verse, but whoever shows kindness to the poor will be happy because notice he doesn't put a clarifier by the poor. He just says those that are without money, who, whoever shows kindness to those who need some help will be happy. That means you're unbiased in the way that you help people and love people. That means that as you look around and survey the world, yes, you notice that people are different, but you don't allow their differences to stand in the way from you doing the exact thing that God has called you to do. What an amazing invitation. Oh, if we could only be that way. Verse 22. Don't those who plan evil go astray, but those who plan good find loyalty and faithfulness. It's like that... Uh, if you plant something, if you plant something good, if you plant an apple seed and you steward that apple seed and you plant that apple seed, eventually the fruit that will be yielded is apples. But if you are someone that decides to plant something that is not life-giving, that will not, if you decide to plant a weed, you're going to yield weeds and you're not going to gain anything good. And so we have been called and invited and Solomon is reminding us that, hey, Maybe you should plant what is good and not what is bad. Verse 23, 
There is profit in all hard work, but endless talk leads only to poverty. Uh, I don't know if you find yourself as someone who goes to the gym on a regular basis. I do. I work out with a buddy of mine who often I don't like at the end of our workout. But it's so many times when I go to the gym, I get distracted and I begin to talk. When I am talking, you know what I'm typically not doing? Working out. And so I am not going to get the benefits of that workout. Why? Because I was talking. I'm not saying that sometimes it's not about the interruption. Yes, sometimes you need to engage with people. But what I'm saying a lot of times, that's like my life. Sometimes I will get sidetracked and distracted, which will take away um, the opportunity and the time I could invest in doing something that will yield something quite beautiful. Let's keep going. There's so much. Um, in the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence and his children have a refuge. When we model our lives to fear God because we recognize who he is, it leads us to worship. It leads us to live in a different way. And our home will be impacted by that vantage point and that view of the king. Um, it goes on to say this, the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning people away from the snares of death. Yes, why? Because we recognize that God is good and that he is righteous and holy and we want to walk with him, not away from him. Verse 28, a patient person shows great understanding, but a quick tempered one promotes foolishness. Let's just sit right there. Nobody likes to wait, but a patient person shows great understanding. How can you be patient today? What does that look like? Verse 30, a tranquil heart is life to the body, but jealousy is riding to the bones. What I love about that tranquil heart is someone who is at peace. How do you get peace? You hang out with the person of peace and his name is Jesus. And so this tranquil heart is a direct byproduct of someone who is sitting with the person of peace and reminded where peace comes from. I'm not saying there won't be times that are hard, but what I am saying is that your heart is tranquil, recognizing that you are resting in the perfect peace of the king. Verse 31. The one who oppresses the poor person insults the maker, but one who is kind to the needy honors him. Love people well because it reflects our king. Man, so much knowledge and wisdom in this proverb. And as we continue on, we're going to see so much other wisdom. So today, what is something you can do? Maybe it's to allow your biases to fall down and for you to love your neighbor and greet your neighbor. Maybe it's, hey, I know there's this thing I have been needing to do, but I've been avoiding it. I've been distracted by other things. Maybe you lean into that thing today. Um, maybe you recognize and you stand in awe of the king today. Maybe you spend some time after this listening to a worship song that makes much of Jesus and you are reminded about what is true. I don't know what it is. I don't know what your next step is, but we all have a next step. Maybe it's inviting a friend to listen to the podcast along with you and you guys have some dialogue after you listen. I do not know what it is, but today let us be a person that reflects the king accurately, displaying his wisdom and walking in his ways. Because remember, the fruit of wisdom is seen in our lives. May you walk well today. May you be wise and not foolish. And may you fix your eyes on the king. Know that we are for you, know that we love you, and know that we look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow as we continue on this journey. Y'all be blessed, and remember your king goes before you, your king is in your midst, and your king has your back. We'll talk to y'all soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.